completely deleted you from the episode. It's just me <laughs> talking and then a whole bunch of like gaps. Very faint Justin talking and coughing. Are we rolling? Excellent. Welcome everyone to the Video Reformation podcast. God, it feels so good to have a name for it. Yeah, it's about time. Like, I feel like I've bonded with it, like with a child now. Like, it's a thing. It's not just a thing. <clears throat> yeah. Right? It's not just Anthony recording us, us talking to sound blankets. <laughs> it's actually for a purpose. All right. Well, anyway, like I said, welcome to the Video Reformation Podcast. I am Ben Oliver. I'm Justin Plant. We're the co-founders of Storyboard Media and your hosts on this journey through what we call life or... Maybe it's a little more specific focused than that. So we're talking about video for business. Specifically today, we're gonna talk about video and sales. Before we jump into talking about video and sales, it appears that we have an, another new sponsor this week. Is that They're possible? They're just rolling in. They are. Okay, here's our sponsor this week. Tired of all the time it takes to prepare and cook dinner? Try Baby Bird. A new meal delivery service shipping you pre-chewed meals and easy-to-swallow protein-packed pouches. Choose from 6, 10, or 15-pouch per week plans and save up to 15%. Baby Bird. It's so easy, a baby bird could do it. So I've... All of our sponsors we try out first, right? Yes. Yeah, and... I mean, we would not let anyone that we didn't believe in sponsor this right, show. Right, right. Uh, we've turned on multiple... <laughs> Uh, sponsors. Yes, because it um, just, I mean, you know, we, we turned down Big Pancake. What? Because yeah. Big Pancake was, was no, nowhere near as, as compelling compelling or joyous as Big Waffle was. Right. The, so we went to the, the place where they, they make all this food, yep. right? Where yep. they package everything. Yep. And it is actually chewed. It's not just blended or processed. Oh, no, it's actually it's chewed. It's actually chewed. Yes. Now, because it is targeted for humans, it's chewed by humans, not by mama birds. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, as you'll recall, I had a moral argument with. I mean, if you're going to call it baby bird, why wouldn't you have mama birds chew it up? But apparently yeah. just from a production volume standpoint, they needed to bring in humans to chew this stuff up. Yeah. That's There's actually something kind in the, of... In the saliva, right? I mean, that, that's, oh, yeah. the, that's, that's the key part of it. first part of the yeah. breakdown process, yeah. yeah. Anybody who thinks you would just blend this stuff is mm -hmm. i mean clearly not aware of like veterinary science just a just a tip for our listeners when you get this stuff it's in it's in you know it comes in the mail right yeah um it, it's room temperature uh-huh when someone but when somebody actually chews it it's nice and warm yeah so i suggest heating it up just a little bit oh that's a good move before before consumption See, I, I went the opposite route. I went with kind of the smoothie type route, and I actually ah. put it in the fridge for 24 hours. Mm -hmm. And and you know, it comes delivered in this like Capri Sun like pouch, uh -huh. right? And then yeah. you just kind of pierce it with the the extra wide straw, and and that's really how you you, you really and you really have to like lean your head back to really just have it go straight down the gullet. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the that's the key to the whole to the whole product. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're happy to have them on board as a sponsor. Yeah. I think it's time for us to start talking about video in sales. Um, seems like it's a pretty broad topic. Yeah. Feels like maybe we'll we'll kind of scratch the surface today and as we're talking through it, identify some opportunities to, to go deeper into some specific areas, maybe in some follow-up episodes. So big picture then, how, how would you define what video in sales is? Um, 
this is going to be less like a definition and just kind of talking through this a little bit. Okay. It, uh, I stand by my question. <laughs> um, so video in sales, it's intended to help you, you the buyer, through the sales process. And, and that's what it should, it should answer your questions. It should make you feel comfortable about your purchase, it should reassure your intent to buy something and, and differentiate your product and all those things. It doesn't always need to be administered by a person, by a salesperson to be video in sales. Is it post-marketing though? I mean, is that kind of part of the definition yeah, I, is that it's once somebody's been identified or handed off as a lead, then any any video outreach or any video is, is then video in sales? Yes. Okay. So if it's on your website, you're already aware of the product and generally that's marketing's first step. Yep. Um, at some point, you know, every company is different and you're gonna get your MQL and then your SQL and then whatever, especially in the B2B space. But yeah, if it's on your site, if it's on a product page, this is more this part of the sales process. Like people do not want to engage with salespeople. They put it off as long as they possibly can. In fact, yeah. if there's a buy button on your site, you're more like, I mean, you're more likely just to go through that process than to have to pick up the phone and, p and call somebody to say. Well, and nobody wants to be sold. Right. Right. I mean, I mean, and and I think uh, I haven't been in in sales directly in over ten years, and uh, I think a lot of sales has changed in that ten years, and I think the evolving buyer's journey has has changed a lot in that time and. And I don't think sales necessarily has the, sales isn't as like skeevy as it used to be, but I think people still have that connotation. I, my, I imagine if you did a wordy association with a hundred random people and you used the word sales, the most likely image would be like a used car salesman. Mm -hmm. And so people I think are just afraid to be sold and they're because there's so much information available to them, they're willing to go through a lot more of that process on their own, mm -hmm. self-educate, mm -hmm. right? Self-differentiate all those things. But I guess that just means you've got to provide that information for your prospects. Yep. And why not do it in the most compelling medium possible? Text. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm yes. joking, obviously. But that just to my point, like video is a salesperson. Video will will never stray from the script. It will be exactly what it's supposed to be every time. That's true. That it, it's video point. is going to be your best salesperson. Video is going to take somebody from just hearing about your product all the way, or or not even knowing about your product all the or way, or even interested in your product. Yeah, they could take them all the way up to the sale and post. But if if there is the necessity to engage with a salesperson, most people are trying to get eighty percent of the way through that process without talking to a person. Mm -hmm. So video is a salesperson, and people that are not using it that way or even thinking about it that way, they're they're losing opportunity to to help their customers go where they want to go. That's interesting. What about those types of products and services? that require a salesperson somewhere along the way. Mm -hmm. Like there are a lot of things you can just put a, a buy button there mm -hmm. for, but there are a lot of things that are more complicated than that. Sure, like us, all of our projects are custom priced, for, you know, right. for the most part. Right, so at some point somebody, God forbid, is gonna have to talk to you mm -hmm. and get you to basically find them the right solution for right. them, right? So how can video become a part of that when there is an individual as a part of that process Let's say they've gotten to that 80% threshold mm -hmm. and they're 
I guess they have to be interested and intrigued and have enough intent to then say, okay, fine, I'll talk to someone. What does that next 20% look like? How does video play a part in that? Um, well, that's where like video, video selling and video marketing, they're two different things, but they could be exactly the same content. They could be. Okay. But video selling in this scenario where you're engaging with a salesperson, the, the big difference there is it's a one-to-one instead of a one-to-many. So as a salesperson, you're using video uh, directly, sending, you know, sending video directly to that prospect or um, at least sending, even just sending them to the page. I guess mm-hmm. that's all you really can do anyhow because video, you can't watch video in emails. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's that one-to-one action of here's, the, here's your question or I understand your question. Here's an answer to that or here's a different way to think about things or this just occurred to me do you you think there's an element of it that there's a lot there's a lot of talk in in b2b marketing and sales about persona development right and that persona development helps you understand the journey that your typical prototypical average potential clients kind of take i imagine that 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 oftentimes those are aggregated and averages and and idealized scenarios, but it feels like, especially in B2B, you get to a certain point and then no matter, and then the persona journey kind of breaks down. At some point within an an organization and within an individual purchaser, and it's so rarely an individual purchaser also, Mm -hmm. but within the way that an organization makes buying decisions, don't you have to have someone start making that one-to-one conversation to shepherd that per that individual person or people within an organization to that close I, I guess what I'm getting at is I feel like you can you can kind of automate and create based on certain expectations but every buyer is going to get somewhere and they're going to need to be taken across the finish line by an individual person their way yes if you if you're if what you're selling requires that sort of custom approach mm-hmm. in some ways like where we have to customize packages and pricing yeah and then i because because it's easy and, and i imagine one of the follow-up episodes is going to be all about one-to-one personalized video but let's let's touch on kind of the top level of one-to-one personalized sales video maybe we go back and and can talk about uh some of the other content that's maybe marketing and sales content also but but so much of video selling is like you were talking about that one-to-one mm-hmm. opportunity. Mm-hmm. And, and you, in fact, do a lot of it. Where do you find the opportunities um, uh, and, and kind of the advantages of using video in sales, yeah. speaking to an individual person? I find myself using it in, this, in similar situations over and over again, because it seems to be the most effective way to do things. So um, my favorite is prospecting. Um, whether that's just a, a pure, pure cold outreach to someone that you've identified or, or a company that you've identified as being a, potentially a good fit. Um, the cold outreach is, is it, it's, you almost can't even call it that because it's so much warmer seeing that person's face. Mm-hmm. And then they, they also know that, oh, this isn't, it's likely that this isn't a mass produced thing like a like a template that you would use in a in a sales outreach um, if it's just text based 
um, because you've got their name in there and you're talking directly to them and you're bringing up their company or you've even got their LinkedIn page pulled up or their company website pulled up. Um, Is that something you make sure that you put in the thumbnail? Because I imagine you still, I, so I think there's still a novelty to it, right? There's still a novelty yeah. to, to, and I imagine you're talking about email outreach here, right? Primarily. Yep. There's still a novelty to seeing a video embedded in an email. Yep. There's even more connection and interest if there's something personalized before I even click that play button. Right. So how important is it to put something in the thumbnail that is that personalized piece? I mean, that's you're just you're just going to increase your chances of getting clicked. Um, the more personalized that feels, the more likely someone is going to say, "Oh, th- even if I know this person's selling me something, I'm curious, I'm engaged, I want to know." You know, he took the he or she took the time to think about me and present something specifically to me, and so um, yeah, I'll I'll check it out. Um, what kind of what kind of results have you seen, big picture, in terms of engagements to that type of content as opposed to just like a standard cold or semi warm email outreach without a video? <laughs> um, one of my I don't have current statistics. Uh, they fluctuate every week, basically. Sure. But I didn't um, tell you I was going to ask you that question, <laughs> so I can't expect but, you to have numbers off the top of your head. But the responses I do get, like our, the replies, are very emphatic, and they're 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 just already they're they're so much more engaged um, and just excited about. The opportunity of, of what you know what's ahead okay great I love that video and you guys sell video that makes sense that fits together let's let's go down this path together and figure out if there's something here um, they just they are a lot more engaged um, having watched what I sent them how much of it do you think is just a cyn- uh, a cynicism toward like automated mark uh, email outreach um, yeah people are sometimes just generally thankful that I sent a video to them <laughs> that was just for them. It shows, it, I, I feel like it shows, I mean, I, I've received a few. Um, I got one just a couple weeks ago from a new platform that I hadn't heard of. Uh, I think it was Bonjoro. Um, I got one a couple months ago that I that I think I even like turned it and showed to you because the thumbnail had a screenshot of our website, mm-hmm. but we had just recently changed the header copy. And so I could tell when the screen capture was taken, which somehow made it more real. It, it, it's almost like because it was last week's iteration of the hero copy on the site, somehow that made it more like of an actual thing than, you know, it was just pulling a reference image from the live version of our sure. site or something like that. But I, I mean, I, I even still find them compelling. And and uh, I, I, I'm even on uh, a couple uh, kind of nurture lists for some other kind of agency consultants and things like that. And uh, one of them in particular that I think of uses video in almost all of his emails, but he's just putting a text link in. And mm-hmm. I've actually emailed back to him saying, you know, thanks for the info, love being on the newsletter. Can I just make one suggestion? I'm not mm-hmm. trying to sell anything here. And I'm basically begging the guy to just A-B test putting a thumbnail with a play button yeah. instead of just, and, and maybe he is, and I just happen to be in the B side of the test that's just still getting <laughs> uh, text links or whatever, but he's so good at using video in those nurturing, and he's trying to sell basically like an agency masterclass kind of thing. 
but it, it's it's not so much a marketing piece. It's it's kind of a sales piece, and so he's using video, but he's just like right on the precipice of using it better. so much better than he could, <laughs> and it's just frustrating for me to every week get another email in there that just has another YouTube text mm-hmm. link to click. Oh, he's not going to give you the satisfaction of no. of improving his open. He he goes he's, back into your he has template. segmented <laughs> me into my own list. <laughs> That that asshole from that video Fuck agency. This guy. Everyone else gets now a thumbnail with a play <laughs> button, and I still get text just to see if I'll bring it up again. And I really wasn't trying to sell him anything. It just was one of those moments that compelled me. Is like, ah, oh, the content here is great. I bet you get a whole lot more mm-hmm. interaction if you just added that. Yeah. Is it a novelty that's going to wear off? Personalization. Yes. It's hard to say, but everything's moving towards it. Do you, I, 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 I don't want it to be the case because of, of what we do, but it feels like the kind of thing that, that very it's going to reach a critical mass and then everybody's going to see it just like they see yeah. email sequences Marketers or like that. kill every great idea. They just <laughs> beat it to death. Yes. Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess, but I guess the big takeaway there is get on it now. Mm-hmm while it's still a bit of a novelty and still right. a way to get someone's attention, right? then, you know, say, oh, yeah, I'll keep this on my radar for another two years, and then by the time you actually do it in two years, it's like, well, everyone else is doing it. I think that's so much of the opportunity with with sales, too, thinking about, like, how to integrate video into maybe your existing cadence mm-hmm. with your prospects. Like, that novelty factor, that personalization factor, that 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 individualization factor you could I, I guess I guess what I'm getting at is is what are some good ways to to bring video into an existing sales cadence as opposed to just trying to like shoehorn it in are, are there ways to kind of seamlessly make it a part of traditional outreach in sales when you say sales cadence are you talking about like the prospecting era where you, you haven't actually made contact yet i think i mean when i when i say sales cadence i i think of everything from prospect through to close so you know there are certain things that that you do you've got to you know make certain outreaches and certain types of outreaches to try to again get that first demo or Mm -hmm. that first net new meeting or whatever and Mm -hmm. then after after you hit that milestone then you've got to uh you know that first net new meeting is about identifying who the decision makers are. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to make sure that you're presenting to them properly. And I mean, what whatever they may be, I feel I feel like there are, uh, for, for larger organizations that have a, a, a developed sales team, they've kind of got these cadences all the way throughout. And at least when you're trained as a salesperson, you're kind of trained to do this, use this medium. Mm-hmm. Um, mix up in-person visits and phone calls and email and handwritten notes and I mean whatever those things are yeah isn't video just a, another tool that you can kind of add to that and and not necessarily replace any of the other aspects but but use it in there to kind of elevate certain points yeah. maybe and I think I th- unfortunately I think a lot of salespeople just revert to what they're just most comfortable with sure um, I happen to be very comfortable with video right. and uh, and frequently use it where other people might try and drop in if they're if they're geographically 
close. Um, that, I feel like you posed a question and then spoke for a while, so I kind of lost. But like, oh, so yeah, different opportunities to use that in your cadence. Yeah, I'll take that as a compliment, by the way. Was it? Um, <laughs> was it? You asked the question and then talked a lot and maybe <laughs> answered your own question. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I guess what I was trying to get at was, is what are some effective ways to bring video into gotcha. an existing sales yeah. cadence? So back to prospecting, like, so there's a, kind of that introductory cold mm-hmm. email of here's who I am and here's why I think we should talk. I actually, I really like using that personalized sort of video right after like a conference and I'll have like 32 business cards. Mm. I mean, when you go to a conference, you meet hundreds of people and it's hard to remember who is who and who is important and who mattered. And this is a great way to, uh, to remind them of who you are and to kind of etch and burn in their brain. And if you do it quickly enough, they're still going to remember your face from from having met you. Yeah, yeah. The next day is I when mean, I, I just sit there with a pile of cards and mm-hmm. spend an hour sending out quick emails. What about? Uh, it seems to me that there's a big opportunity when you're doing kind of a consensus building type sales process too, mm-hmm. right? Maybe you found your foot in the door and you've got that person convinced mm-hmm. that your solution is right for them. But of course, you've got to convince their boss and the CFO and and whatever. Mm-hmm. How can you use video to? <laughs> to kind of help in that process too. One of the benefits of using video is that it is that consistent messaging that is being shared within that organization. So let's say you have spoken to your kind of foot in the door prospect Mm -hmm. and you've given them the initial demo Mm -hmm. of your uh, platform. Mm -hmm. And they loved like three segments of your of your platform and that would really apply to them and they said oh my boss is gonna love this and this Mm -hmm. whatever is there a way to maybe follow up with that conversation with either a part of that demo or a subset of that demo or something that that you're enabling then kind of your your contact to then share the right information with there people <laughs> is that a thing <laughs> yes uh, we, I mean it's something we since we work with a lot of b2b clients that are in the tech world software is a is a big base of our clients we end up creating a lot of micro demos and those micro demos are used to uh, kind of infiltrate and penetrate the organization so that people you know everybody's got different roles at your prospects organization. Some people are gonna like this feature or that feature or that one, but being able to send these things out can get people excited by showing them a little bit of the stuff that's gonna be in the demo, enough so that it will get them to engage and commit to doing a full half hour demo or whatever it takes. So we use it as almost like a little little Trojan horse kind of speaking to each person individually, make it really quick, really, really compelling and leave them wanting more. And so those micro demos then are, are things, of course, that you've made before. They may even be marketing content. They sure. might even be on the site somewhere. But then you're either creating a personalized playlist for your advocate to forward on, or mm-hmm. you're even getting those people's information to then create a custom playlist for the modules or parts or whatever that that individual person mm-hmm. would really see benefit in. Yep. E- even if if there's 10 feature sets to your product, you know, one individual is probably only going to, you know, see real benefit in two or three of them. We'll send them the micro demos for right. those pieces, right? Okay. All right. 
that's what I was trying to get at. <laughs> and I didn't want to just say it. I wanted to ask it. What else? There are a couple other instances in these cadences. It comes to the point where you've shared the information. They've got pricing. They have intent to buy. They've got. They've set aside the budget. They've got a time frame that they need to do. They're just trying to decide which which option to go with. Mm-hmm. I like using quick testimonials at that moment where they're trying to figure out so that other people can say, yes, I used it. This is why it was great. Mitigate kind of, risk. Exactly. Yeah. Mitigate risk um, and help them just feel better about moving forward. You know, case studies are another great example of just showing someone going from the position they're in to being successful with that product. Um, just makes them feel a lot more comfortable moving forward. It occurs to me that once you start engaging with someone through video, you almost have to keep that going. Yeah. Like once you get someone to a certain stage, it's like you can't then just go back to, I mean, you could occasionally, but you can't really just go back to regular emails. It's almost like it's your proxy for an in-person conversation. Yeah. I mean, my oldest kid loves those little gummy, like the sugar, just gummy, like pears. No, like, um, like little packets of gummy bears. <laughs> they're just gum. They're gummies. Worms. Uh, like fruit snack type. Okay. Gummy. Yeah, Welch's or whatever. And Not so, a sponsor. One. <laughs> yep. Uh, one one week, I, I just gave those right when he woke up. Like against my better judgment, I let him have those. And and then the next week, I didn't have any. He ate them all. And he was just, he was pissed off. Mm. <laughs> he wanted mm-hmm. those gummies. That's how he wanted to have breakfast. That's how I am with you with new clients. You bring us a new client and I'm all happy and like I nap and like most days. <laughs> That's what happens. And then, <laughs> and, then, and then the next week I expect you to bring us another new client and I get really cranky when you don't. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. It makes sense. No, now. but when you find something that works and that gets traction, they, why stop? Unless it's yeah. just all sugar, then then you stop. Yeah. You mentioned in one of your uh, previous blog posts about this too, that contract review mm-hmm. and kind of, I mean, I, and, and I want to extend that out to even proposals. I, I imagine you would want to be in front of someone for a proposal, but a lot of this stuff is scalable. And so you're right. not always in front of the person. Like it seems like there's a good opportunity to use that one-to-one personalized approach in those things, yep. in those opportunities too. Yep. Talk a little bit about that. Um, well, so generally when I'm sending over a contract, proposal or contract, whatever, I want to I highlight certain things, whether it be terms, so that they're very clear as to what they might be agreeing to, certain features that I know they were really excited about that we're going to include in this, in, this pro, in this package. And it's, it's better than just sending over a, a, a document. Um, they're getting the document. They need the document. But being able to walk them through that, one of our favorite uh, mentors, if you will, Blair Ends, says the proposal is not a sheet of paper. The proposal is the words that comes out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's very important that a prospect, that you are included in that proposal process and not just sending a document as your proxy to hopefully close a deal. But now let's say they have the contract. You've got it. It's signed, right? And we're all good to go moving forward. I like using an account handoff or sort of thing. So um, you've been dealing with me the whole time, but now Sarah, your account manager is here um, and she'll be working with you for the most part uh, moving forward. So a video where it's, you know, maybe it's me thanking you and then, and then, you know, bring Sarah into frame or, or just have her create her own and attach it as a playlist kind of thing. 
is it just a nice warm way to to keep that the momentum going in that in that new account uh, makes them feel really comfortable like they know like they're being taken care of well and and i imagine it's kind of what we were just talking about with you know once you once you start it you can't really take it away from them i mean you you've if you're successful in, in video and sales, I, I imagine you want to invest in video and customer success too. Right, I mean, the customer, especially in in a lot of these software companies where they're, they're, they have annual or monthly contracts, the idea there for a lot of them is to land and expand. And the ability to grow those accounts over the next couple months or years is really where they start cashing in. Um, and growing the lifetime value of that account. And so customer success becomes a huge part of it, whether it's just onboarding and getting them uh, used to the product and learning how to use it, or all the way through like new product features, in-app messaging that you know, something like Pendo or Gainsight might provide with, with the Pendo Drift announcement a couple weeks ago and, and Drift video. Uh, man, I mean, there's gonna be, <laughs> there's gonna be some really interesting things moving forward um we've done a little bit of dabbling recently you've done a little bit of dabbling recently in video in terms of getting a net promoter score also yeah uh but there's i don't want to get too far off topic because i imagine we'll have an entire episode about video and customer success but i mean this is this is kind of the thing if you're using video in your marketing and you continue doubling down on video in your sales process you should also be investing in video for your customer success so that they have that further, deeper one-to-one connection. And when they're thinking about whether to pay that monthly or annual subscription again or whatever it is, they're thinking about a person that they interact with instead mm-hmm. of just like a brand name or a wire transfer account number or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely. And that's just good for us. Yeah, more video. No, no, no reason we can't be a little self-serving here. Um, but it just does make good sense across the board. Okay, what else on Cadence? Anything else? We could be more specific about each of those mm-hmm. and how to do it and, and whatnot. And we've got plenty of blog posts with that information. But um, you know, just keeping this a high level, then we can kind of move forward. Video being a hugely engaging medium, but also a medium where you can get the most detailed analytics <laughs> about your viewers, your prospects. Mm-hmm. How does that apply to video and selling? What what opportunities are there and what, what advantages can you gain yeah. from seeing how your prospects are consuming video? So first, video? Um, it, with, with video or content in general, being a part of the sales process, that's just, that's normal. Everybody, I sure. think everybody understands that. Think about a, like a PDF, like it's a, uh, what do they call those? White book, white, white, paper, white paper. Or an e-book. Um, yeah. One of the only metrics you really get on that are views or downloads or whatever. That's it. You don't really get to understand much more about the consumption of that media. Did they read it after they downloaded it? Right. Did they did read they one it? section did, did over and over? It? Did they forward it to anyone? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Um, video, by, by the nature of it being a very streaming and linear uh, element you know, type of media, uh, it it lends itself to being tracked incredibly well like every step along the way every every interaction with that element with that video uh, can be tracked so how many times did this one person watch it is uh, is an indicator of well they're they like what they see or they they need to they're engaged with it um did they rewatch a particular segment multiple times um well that's hugely valuable as a salesperson 
Mm-hmm. I mean, you a couple times a week, you'll just kind of say out of nowhere, oh, so-and-so just viewed the video again. Mm-hmm. And it could be someone who uh, were actively involved in, in selling to. It could be someone who dropped off the radar three months ago, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they're going back looking for your emails and playing back through whatever it was you sent them at a, at, right. at a certain time. I think we've even seen um, – you can even kind of tell when someone's either completely obsessed with you or has likely forwarded the video on to someone because it mm-hmm. has like 36 plays in you know an hour, an hour and a half or something yeah. like that right i mean that could be just one person sitting there like watching Refresh. it on a loop <laughs> yeah um but you know that's usually a good indicator that they forwarded it on to someone which means they've either found it informational educational entertaining mm-hmm. you know whatever it is Unless, of course, it's one of your sales fails that you've accident- just, accidentally set, and then they're yep. just saying, look at this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag sales fails. Okay. What else? So the, here's another interesting example of video and sales, and it's something that I haven't fully explored, and, I've, and I think I'm under NDA, so I can't say a whole lot, but... Um, which, by extension, you are too, and everybody in this office. Uh, and I think a good rule of thumb is if you <laughs> think you're under NDA, just operate like yeah. you're under NDA. But um, we have a client who um, we may have to redact some of this. I don't know. <laughs> we have a client who Anthony just rolled his eyes. <laughs> it's like, oh god. Uh, who sells to who sells tools to other salespeople. That's their that's their core business. Is they sell tools to other salespeople mm-hmm. all across the world, all across the country. Um, they have created. So it's all this. Um, it, it's like agency and production company and um, distribution company. And it's like very. But they're a tech company. They're and, not and, a and platform and, and pla- yes. yeah, all yeah. of that. Is, it was very fascinating. That may mm. be hard to follow. Um, with like, there's it's our client who the has harder it is to follow, clients. the better for our NDA, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so if that made any sense, we can leave it in the episode. Yeah. Uh, but it was it's just like, man, people are doing some really interesting stuff with video, things that I haven't even thought about. Yeah. And uh, we're gonna try and get them on on the podcast here in a couple months once it's been released and out in the open. Well, and I think there's, I mean, there's so many advancements with this. I mean, we got the, the Vidyard Spring Go Video update mm-hmm. uh, two weeks ago, something like that. And one of the things that, that is available, have we talked to them about this? That's yeah. available with uh, uh, the Spring update is, is the ability to mass personalize your thumbnails. Yeah. So we've had some interesting experiences, and I'll preface this by saying that sales and marketing, I, I, if I'm going to be nice about it, I'm going to say that sales and marketing alignment has been improving over time. Another way to put it is that just the lines are so blurred between marketing and sales. Yeah. When you get to um, you know, a company the size of ours, which is tiny, it's almost impossible to distinguish some of our marketing efforts from some of our sales efforts. Yeah. But but we've tried to to utilize Go Video and kind of 
personal, if not personalized and individualized by videos on, on by segmentation, but on a mass scale, right? So not the kind of one-to-one, hi, Justin, mm-hmm. Ben here, wanted to talk to you about, you know, Sasquatch costumes. This part of your website. Uh, or that, yeah. Well, yeah. whatever might be most relevant. Um, wanted to use you as a model for our next Sasquatch costume. Um, whatever that may be, to then something that is like, Hey, Justin, I understand you're a big fan of Sasquatch, or not, hey, Justin, but hi, I understand you're a big fan of Sasquatch. Uh, We've got some compelling products and services all around Sasquatch development and Sasquatch loving. One of the things that you lose by that is that, hey, Justin approach, Mm -hmm. right? You you lose, it's still novel, it's still video, it's more of a marketing thing because it's to a mass audience. Mm -hmm. But now with, with this new feature, you can at least take the same message, but start it off with a magically created thumbnail that looks like I wrote on a whiteboard or used, you know, whatever that that marquee sign thing mm-hmm. is that, that you use, and it says "Hello, Justin" mm-hmm. on it, and it just syncs up with HubSpot and it pulls the first name record and it creates in the same handwriting or whatever that thing in that thumbnail that makes it seem like it's individualized. So there are, there are, long story short, there are so many advancements because so many people are finding benefit in, in doing this. There's so much opportunity yeah. that, that whether it's what our to be not named client or you know, or Vidyard are doing, there's a whole lot that's going to change. Mm-hmm. You with, know. with automation uh, and customization, you're not going to know <laughs> authentically if this is yeah. form, like if it was done just for me or if it- Well, and, and then, I mean, we've talked about it for, for, for months now, but now that it's really in the news, these deep fakes, right? And be mm-hmm. able to basically almost compellingly make a video of someone saying whatever you want them to say. And it's getting harder and harder to tell what's an authentic message and what's a, a faked message. I mean, I, I I can only imagine what that's going to do to like the celebrity endorsement model. I mean, as we embark on the wild, wild west of deep fakes here, you could have, from what I understand, you can get Shaquille O'Neal to endorse your product for anything just based <laughs> on the things that, but you could have Shaquille O'Neal and make a compelling looking video saying, you know, buy my foot and baking powder mm-hmm. um, as a subtle nod to one of our former sponsors that's no longer sponsoring us. Uh, they went out of business. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I, I, I mean, the, the, the opportunity for, um, for using video and selling is, is, is going to evolve so much over the next couple of years as it has. I mean, I, personalized video wasn't even a thing two and a mm-hmm. half, three years ago. Or if you wanted to do that, it was damn hard to do. Hard and expensive yeah. and just not worth doing. Now it's right. worth doing. All right, any final thoughts on video and selling or video and sales? Uh, Keeping in mind that this was kind of the 30,000 foot view. And yeah, no, I think we'll get more into some of this stuff. And I think there's an entire episode on just the one-to-one Per, right, the, the the platforms that are available, the tools to use, some best practices. Uh, I think there's uh, all kinds of additional episodes that we can kind of dive into this stuff. And I would encourage our audience too to, you know, interact with us in such a way that you know, let us know what you want to know more about too, because mm-hmm. 
we're just coming up with these topics because based on the people we talk to, we, we think that people are interested in these things, but no better way than to hear from our actual audience what they want to hear about. So mm-hmm. um, reach out to us in, in the comments or shoot us an email uh, and we will certainly address whatever it is you want us to talk about. Thanks for listening. Next oh. time on. Do you have to mention the sponsor again? Oh, should we do the sponsor again? I think we have to. Yeah, do I think I have to read the sponsor. <clears throat> if you could make, if you could get real close to that mic and just make some kind of like wet chewing sounds while I read this, it mm-hmm. might add <clears throat> some. It was, in, right. it was in the contract. <clears throat> yeah. Tired of all the time it takes to prepare and cook dinner? Try Baby Bird, a new meal delivery service shipping you pre chewed meals and easy to swallow protein packed pouches. Choose from 6, 10, or 15 pouch per week plans and save up to 15%. Baby bird. It's so easy, a baby bird could do it. I think that one's got staying power. I, m- I imagine that's going to be a, a sponsorship that they want to keep investing in with yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. Or we'll just have another one on the next episode. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Well. I think that's about it for us. Maybe a little more editing in this one than uh, (laughs) a lot of our other episodes. But, uh, hey, that's part of the process here. Uh, I'm Ben Oliver. I'm Justin Plant. And we'll see you next time. What kind of muffin did you get earlier? I I just got a plain croissant. Oh, really? Yeah. From Main Street. From Main Street. Not a sponsor. They didn't have the chocolate. They did. I've been pretty good the last few months. I mean, I don't need to get the chocolate croissant. I mean, how is a croissant even like a suitable breakfast? It's it's just, I just needed to to break my fast. I just needed a little bit of something. It was also like 10.30.